Welcome to PHT in the Morning with your host, Pastor David Miller from the Pentecostal Holiness Tabernacle in Cincinnati, Ohio. Good morning. Welcome to another program of the uh, PHT in the Morning with Pastor David Miller uh, broadcast. And that's who I am, Pastor David Miller. So we want to talk to you a little bit more today about like we had on our last program. We've been talking about faith, Hebrews 11 and 1, where the Bible tells us uh, there that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So I want to talk to you a little bit about that evidence And I looked up the word evidence, and the word evidence has a few meanings, so I'm going to read them off to you. Evidence means the availability of a body of facts or information indicating whether a belief is really true or really valid. Also, evidence means proof or confirmation, or verification. And then the word evident means plain or obvious, clearly seen, or clearly understood. So I want to talk to you today about something that we have seen in our lives, me and my wife. uh, And I'm going to be giving you several testimonies throughout the coming weeks of things that we saw in our in our lives and in our early ministries and things that we've seen the the Lord do. I remember I remember uh, several years ago now I was telling you yesterday about my wife's personal healing of her uh a cancer and how God healed her of that cancer. And we in that same year several months later uh, my daughter I have I have two children I have one son and one daughter. And uh, my daughter, uh, who's now a pastor's wife, Melissa Cornett is her name. And when she was less than a year old, matter of fact, she had her her first year birthday in the hospital with this sickness. We had been uh, preaching about, I don't know, six or seven weeks uh, in revivals. We were full-time evangelists. And I, I had preached in a little town called Whitesburg, Kentucky. And I think we was there two weeks in revival. And then we had went to uh, uh, Norton, Virginia and preached uh, two weeks or maybe three. And then we had went to Appalachia, Virginia and uh, was preaching some revivals there. Well, during this time, my daughter, Melissa, had gotten very, very sick. and We didn't really know what was wrong. She had gotten very high, uh, had a very high temperature. So uh, my wife took her to the ER at first, emergency room. And they said, uh, this child needs to be admitted. Her temperature was 105. And so they put her in the hospital and started running a series of tests. And as they ran these tests, she was first in a a little hospital there in Norton, Virginia called uh, Park Avenue Hospital. It was the main part of the old part of town. And that hospital uh, is not even there now. 
she was there for about a week. And when the tests that they took started coming back and they saw that how bad it was. And uh, I mean, this, this was, this is a great testimony I want to give you because it was just unbelievable. I've never heard of anything quite like this. They told me my child had four major diseases. She had leukemia. She had uh, a Rocky Mountain spotted fever. She had typhoid fever. And she had low-grade tuberculosis all at the same time. And they brought me the, uh, uh, the reports and uh, all the tests they had taken, uh, proof that she had all four of these. She was so ill, I, I can remember that every single day, her temperature would rise to like 105, 106. And I, I doubt they do things like this now, but that was, I think, the end of 1973, beginning of 1974. But they had like a little uh, baby bathtub, a little blue baby bathtub. And they would dip her on ice, put her on ice. And they would leave her there until the temperature would come down. And they'd leave her there for several seconds. And, of course, they was giving her medication. And when they would take her out, when the temperature would break, and within an hour, two hours, her temperature would start to rise again. And it wouldn't be long till it was right back up, 104, 105. And it was pretty bad. So I would preach every single night and then go to the hospital. My wife never left my daughter for six weeks. They had moved her from Park uh, Park Avenue Hospital to a place called Wise Clinic in Wise, Virginia. And she was there. Dr. Fuller was her doctor. I can remember so very well going every day. We were so torn up. My wife had just battled the cancer and God had had given us a great miracle. So we did trust God. We did believe God. But we was a little bit nervous. We was trying to have faith. We was trying to believe God. But that was my child. And it was hard to watch her. To lay there. Not really knowing what to do. They was trying to think of a plan. Something they could do to help my daughter. And I can... I can still remember uh, praying day after day. Uh, Brother Bowling, uh, Brother E.B. Bowling, who's not with us today, has gone on to heaven to his reward. I was preaching for him. And Brother Bowling, I was praying. He would go over to the church with me and pray. And we was over there praying one day. And he told me, he said, now, God's able to do this. You've seen God do other things. I said, yes, I know. I believe that. And we just pray and believe in God. So not really much had happened throughout those first four weeks. And I'd moved on. I was in revival at uh, Appalachia, Virginia. Roy, Roy Smith was a pastor there. Brother Roy was a good man. And I remember being there in that revival. My wife couldn't come. She never left the hospital with Missy, as I call her, Melissa. 
And I remember this lady got up to sing a song and she started singing an old song that I've sung many times since, but I, I don't think I'd ever heard it till that day. But it's an old song that says, I'm going through, yes, I'm going through, I'll pay the price no matter, no matter what others do. And I heard her sing this song and I'd been praying, seeking God. And right then I felt like God spoke to my heart and told me if I would go to the hospital and sign my child out of the hospital, that the Lord would heal her. Now I know this is a pretty, pretty uh, out there statement and I'm not recommending anybody else to do this unless God really, really speaks to you. Don't you do this unless he does. But I knew God had spoke to me. I remember uh, after church that night, like most nights, I would change clothes and get in my everyday clothes. and I would go to the hospital to stay with my wife and my baby. I remember walking in and telling her, I said, the Lord spoke to me and told me that if I would take Missy out of the hospital, that he would heal her. I'm honest about this to everyone listening. My wife is a great, a great woman, a woman of faith, a great Christian. And she's always stood behind me all these years. I presently pastor the church here that on Springdale Road, Pentecost Holiness Tabernacle. I've been here 38 years. My wife has stood behind every decision I've made. She has really never questioned me about anything that I've ever felt led of God to do. But on that day, she did question me. She said to me, David, are you sure? I said, I'm absolutely sure. She said, you know, this is not you or it's not me. That's our baby. You better be sure that it's really God that spoke to you. And I told her, I said, I felt like God told me to. And by faith, I'm going to sign her out of the hospital. And God is going to heal her. Now, there was no evidence of that healing to start. Actually, the evidence was all against it. But I did have faith. And I did believe God that God was going to do this. I remember I walked, I walked in, it was, we waited a few hours and it was, uh, I don't know, early morning. And I said, I'm, ta- I'm gonna take her out. So we walked out together to the, uh, to the, to the front desk and I told him, I said, I'm gonna sign my daughter out. And I remember I got talked to really bad I actually was told when I told them I would sign her out, they wouldn't release her unless I did. They said, well, congratulations. I hope you're happy. You just signed your own daughter's death warrant. At that time, I was crying. My wife was crying. And I told the doctor, I told the nurses, I said, this is very hard for me to do. But I truly think God is going to heal her. At the time I took her out of the hospital, they had just laid her back on the ice and her temperature had been around 104, I think. And 
It had broken and it was down because they had just laid her on the ice. And I, I actually took my hands and I picked her up out of that baby bathtub. I put my hands under her little body on top of the ice and I picked her up. With one, I placed her in my left hand and I signed her out with my right hand. I remember when we walked out of the hospital and got in the car, my wife was crying. I didn't say much of anything, but I did believe God. And I told her, God is going to heal Melissa. As we started to drive down the road, my wife looked over at me and she said, would it be a lack of faith if we bought a thermometer? And I said, I don't, I don't think so. So we stopped at a little Rexall drugstore and my wife went in, bought a, uh, a thermometer and she came back out and she took Missy's temperature. Now, every day for six weeks, my child's temperature would go up to anywhere from 104, 105, even 106, two or three, several times, actually. It reached 106. When she took the temperature, it was 99.2. And it was a, a long drive home. And we, as every, I don't know, every few minutes, my wife would shake down that thermometer. I can still see her. And she'd take the baby's temperature. Her temperature never got over 99.2. There had not been one day in six weeks that it had stayed low for over maybe an hour or so. This was about six hours when I got home. I did take her to the uh, St. Luke Hospital there in northern Kentucky, and I said uh, I would like to uh, have my daughter admitted and see if you can find if there's anything wrong with her. And, of course, they did. They admitted her. They took a series of tests, and when the test came back, every test was negative. Now, it'd be easy for you listening to me say, well, maybe she never had it to begin with. Well, that doctor, he sent back uh, a request to have the records sent on my daughter, and that doctor in Virginia sent them to this doctor in northern Kentucky, and he had all the records there where all of the all of the tests come back positive for all four of those major diseases. And yet they could find nothing wrong with her in the hospital there in Northern Kentucky. God gloriously healed my child. I saw this happen. One reason I guess I love the word faith is God has been so faithful to me. He has blessed me so many times. And I, I like that uh, definition that I read to you there. It said, evidence is, can mean proof or confirmation of something. And I believe that today. I really do. I believe that uh, it was evident that she was healed because that word evident means obvious or clearly seen or clearly understood. It was an obvious, clearly seen 
evident what God had done. I had several family members come to Virginia that witnessed to this and saw my baby and was they knew how bad it looked. But it was evident what God had done, how God had gloriously healed her. So I want to share some of these things with you in coming uh, broadcast programs. I do believe in faith. I believe in faith uh, uh, that we can have substance uh, through our faith. And I believe it can become very evident what God has done. I don't want to ever become like those Galatians. In, in the book of Galatians, chapter number three, verse one, the Bible says there, he says, O foolish Galatians, who hath bewitched you that you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ hath been evidently set forth, crucified among you. This only would I learn of you. Received ye the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Are ye so foolish, having begun in the Spirit, and you are now made perfect by the flesh? I'm going to tell you something today, folks. It, it was evident that Jesus Christ was crucified among them and was set forth among them. And say, so how did you receive this? You received it by the spirit of faith. And I want to tell you today, we can, just like we received Jesus Christ by faith. I haven't seen Jesus. I've not, I've not touched his nail-scarred hands. But I believe that he is. I believe it with all of my heart. I know that Jesus exists. Someday I will see him, but I've never seen him yet. But I, I can't help but think of that scripture where it said that more blessed are they that believe that have not seen. So you may have not have seen Jesus, but if you're a child of God, you still believe. You believe he is the son of God. And today, that's how we have to be with all of these other things. God is able to do great things for us. I mean, when it comes to healing, as we're talking about today, so I won't mention anything but just healing. We have to believe. We have to have the faith. And we may not see the proof of it just yet. It may not be obvious just yet. It may not be clearly seen just yet. But keep the faith, keep believing in God, and someday it will become evident. It will be plain and obvious and clearly seen that it must have been God that done this thing. So, you know, my daughter now is, uh, I think she's 47. I hope that's right. Everybody's hearing me. Yes, she's 47 years old. And God has been so good to me to let me keep my daughter all of these years. Amen. The evidence, the proof, the confirmation, the verification, all of these things that, that is the definition of evidence and evident. I've seen it happen. It happened for me. God gloriously healed my daughter. I wish I had time to talk to you a little bit more today about other things, but I do intend to share more of my personal testimonies with you as time permits. So 
I just want to say God bless you. I hope you have a great rest of your day. And tune in again with us next time. Thank you very much.